0: party back at ours everybody's welcome to the kick-ons you're welcome
1: welcome to kick-ons the pop culture after party for people who want just a little more jason have we ever had repeat guests other than our friends who were forced to come on more than once
0: uh these people are our friends oh sorry
1: They're our, right, they're, right. our famous,
0: they're our famous they're famous talented gorgeous <laughs> amazing friends
1: yeah as opposed to the other ones who are yeah of those garbage yeah. everyone else if you're
0: listening you're nothing to us anymore compared to what we've got in store for you today <laughs> Woo! Whoa. it's slay it is slay it sleigh. it's like sleigh.
1: do you know like oh because i've been on hinge a little bit recently i've just been like i really throw a sleigh in there in all times and on a date and i'm just like i mean this is me like it's just what it is but... Wow,
0: it makes more sense coming up to christmas time because it turns from sleigh to sleigh True. you know what i mean yeah. yes
1: i like it okay yeah. I could get... <laughs> oh my god i love it okay this is gonna be ridiculously silly i can okay. already tell go
0: off steph sleigh girl
1: we were first introduced to today's guests in the lead-up to one of the best days of our lives, Peachy Keen. It's been non-stop since for the duo, whose EP, Vacation, we had on repeat all last summer. Their latest release, Killing Me Babe, has the funky baseline we know and love them for, and a killer music video to match. Please welcome to Kick On's, Ash and Gabe from Foley!
2: Woo! Awesome.
1: Oh my gosh, what, an, what
2: an intro your friends are gonna hate us now <laughs> oh I no know.
0: they already love you that like <laughs> the clout that we are collecting from um having you guys on it's worth You're the yeah <laughs>
2: it's, it's so a... nice to see you guys it's been so long i know what... i was
1: trying to think like when i was writing that was peachy keen two years ago i mean i guess it like
2: nearly was yeah i Wild. it was
3: halfway through 2021 so i don't know we're
2: getting oh, so on we are getting on it was such a fun day though it was so awesome like the co-papa of that event was just so great and we had so much fun and we actually haven't been back we haven't played in wellington since so it's like it's still close it's to the heart
1: event. yeah
0: oh, they must slow. be gagging for it then and honestly, are. I
1: can confirm so much has <laughs> changed
0: for you guys since that performance yeah like the growth from between then and now with the release of killing me babe what have you guys been up to
2: it's been crazy we've been like honestly just so deep in writing mode we just I guess a little bit before then when we released vacation pretty much from then we we kind of just went in the studio and have been working and working and working just writing like so many songs, more songs than we'd ever written before, and just experimenting heaps and trying to kind of like break out of the sound that we were in before and just like take the time to to really push ourselves and like write lots of songs that were great, but like not, you know, pushing the boat out and then get past those and get into all the songs that now we're like, yes, this one really hits and this one's different. So, um, yeah, that's kind of been like, I guess the last year and a half has been writing and writing and writing and um, working on the next project and Killing Me Babe is the first one of that, which kind of marks that I guess like the sound hasn't changed too, too much, but it's, it definitely feels quite different to us and just feels like a kind of elevated version of what we were doing before. So it's been awesome. It's been so nice for Gabe and I to just like spend all that time in the studio, write what we want to write and like have a really, really dope time.
3: <laughs>
0: it's <Yeah. been> sick. <laughs> sick. It sounds like it's been sick.
2: What is
1: the, like, when you decide, okay, we're going to, like, push the boat out or, like, there's something more here, is it just having a lot of fun and really trusting each other that then gave us the product of killing me, babe? Or, like, what do you do? Do you just, like, sit and, like, immerse yourself and...
3: Scrutinise. I think it's kind of a bit of both. Like, I think by this stage, Ash and I trust each other, like, inherently, just in, in all aspects of life, not just creatively. Um so when we're in the studio we can really be like quite um just like we, we cheer each other on when we're diving down those rabbit holes. You know, we'll we'll be like, Oh, should we like pull on that string? Should we see where that goes? Like, should we try that weird bass line? Should we try that weird chord? Like we're always like gassing each other up and like <laughs> as soon as we started to come in and do this project, um we we just really loved the idea of just sitting down and just like doing a complete brain explosion. And having the time um, that we found ourselves having, uh, you know, just to explore and to, like, dive down those rabbit holes was just really creatively fulfilling. So I think it really shows in the music that it's, like, it's a lot of fun. Like, we had a lot of crazy ideas that some of them didn't make them in, bear in mind. Like, sometimes we go too far and then we have to bring it back. Um, But, yeah, it it was just so much fun.
0: All the content of your songs it sounds super personal, like it's come from something that you've experienced before. As, like, a duo, how do you come into the room to, like, discuss what you, what's going to make the song?
2: Mm. I think that comes from our friendship. Like, that's always been at the, at the heart of it, is that it's a lot easier to dig into some of that really personal stuff with your best friend. Like, we've probably already dug into it outside of the studio, you know? So I think... It, it it's allowed us to go like deeper into parts of our lives that we probably wouldn't go with other collaborators because we're talking about this stuff all the time. Like we're going through life together as mates and then we come into the studio and we bring all of that and we bring that trust, which means you can really like dig in on stuff and you can kind of say things that maybe you wouldn't say to other people that you're not kind of experiencing it alongside. And like even I've been friends for such a long time that we've seen so many like, life changes and and so much for each other so to write songs like the experience now is really different to when we were first writing because obviously like we were already great friends but to have now like seen the last even five years of each other's lives it just brings like a different layer to the music than then I guess it there was at the start and like I don't think we could I mean I couldn't do that with anybody else it would be like kind of weird (laughs) and bizarre (laughs) so it's good it means like we can be super personal and like, and I think that's the things that I certainly as an audience member like hearing, like I love hearing other people's music and like feeling like it's real, you know, feeling like they actually dug into something from themselves and had the balls to put it out there, (laughs) which it's like, it is hard, you know, like, I mean, Jason with your music as well, you know, like you can hear that you're like bearing yourself and you're, you're digging in and like putting it out there, which is hard. It's like, can be hard to put that on display. So we're lucky that we have each other to kind of like, like Gabe said, cheer each other on a bit (laughs) and be like, okay, this is deep, but let's, let's go there. (laughs) Let's do it. Do you have like your little, um,
1: uh, like when you're writing, is there like the things that you fall back into the routines that you always fall back into? Like one person is like, starts it off or what, or is, does it switch it up and depending on the vibe?
3: There was i mean just with this process, we tried to make a really concerted effort not to do that. um you mm. know we were trying to just break the mold, but honestly, I think even before we started writing for this upcoming stuff like we we would always just bounce around like you know I'd bring in a guitar part or like the producer would just pull up a bead or like we'd just i don't know get inspired by something in the room um it it's always different, and I feel like we we never really attach like too much importance to the start of the song. I feel like the start of the song is like, oh yeah, cool, cool. Let's just like catch a vibe. Um, we kind of know what we want to write about. We kind of know what emotions we want to portray. And then the the faster you dive into that, and the faster that you sort of get going and get moving, the more you're going to be able to uh, get into the depths of it. Like you know, if you've already made a start like ten minutes ago, and you're already like uh, kind of galloping ahead in the song, you're going to have a lot more areas of the track like the drums or the keys or the guitars to like play with to um, mm. to really get those emotions out so i feel like it it's never the same but at the same time like because you know as we've said like we're so familiar with each other like i think we know at this point like where each other is going to take the the different instrument or the different vocal part mm. or the melody or something so we know how we can build on that um mm. and i think that's been really fun
0: and, I mean, you guys, since we last talked to you, have really, like, immer- immersed yourself in, like, New Zealand music. You both work with, like, other bands and write with other people. How has that, like, helped fully?
2: I mean, it helps in so many ways. Like, I think every artist should have a network of other artists that they – I mean, even if you don't want to write with other people or, like, be part of other people's projects – just to have a community of other people around you is so important like I mean I guess even going back to what we were saying before like it can be really hard and Gabe and I have each other like lots of artists out there don't even have a partner in crime so I think having that community of other artists around you that you can like vibe with and chat to it's about like the perils and also the triumphs is so important and it helps it stay like fun and it helps it stay satisfying so I think our network's always been really really important to us but It has been cool the last year, like Gabe and I kind of being invested in other people's projects a little more and like just learning from the way that different people do things as well. Like, you know, when we started out, we had so much to learn and I feel like we just kind of adopted these ways of doing things and nobody really told us whether those were right or wrong. So kind of working with other people and being like, oh, you do this completely different (laughs) is cool. It's like we just kind of stumbled upon this workflow and comparing that to other people and learning from other people was is really really yeah, awesome
0: great and
2: i feel like
0: this project especially like the visuals for killing me babe are so so cool like it's the best oh, I'll I'll say the it's slay. Slay. Cool. they are
1: slay! <laughs> slay.
2: the highest the highest compliment we could ask for <laughs> yeah
0: whose idea was the the new visuals are you working with new teams
3: yeah, we're we're doing a little bit of both. Like we um, we brought these uh, some friends of ours on that run a studio um, called Platform, and we tried to delve into like exactly what like who both Ash and I are as Folly, like what our sort of personality is while we're in the band, like what our sort of ethics are, what our ethics ethos are, um, you know, like just all these different things, and, and we tried to pull together all these visual references and and really try and. Um, like find some core like uh, guidelines for one for want of a better word for what the the visual universe would be. Like we really wanted to have uh, like depth in in all of the visuals, and we really wanted to just sort of explore like how far we could go. Um, matching the the depths of the songs with the depths of the visuals is just like something that we really 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 wanted to do. So so we've got this sort of framework and. The the vision has just been to give that framework to other creatives. You know, like, we're not directors, we're not um, cover art designers. Like, we're, not, we're not none of these things. We're just musicians. So we want to try and find what other people's um, like uh, interpretation is of our guidelines. Like we want to see what they think folio is like, and then we'll all mould it together. Um, talk about what the song's about, all that kind of thing, and then just run from there. Like with a concept, and and it matches up, hopefully. <laughs>
1: Fingers um, <laughs> so crossed. Good. Yeah, <laughs> and like you can tell, you know, from what we've seen with Killing Me Babe, you can tell that that work's been done, and I'm sure it was like tough, like hard to like nail it all down, but also exciting. But it really, really pays off, especially the oh, video.
0: Like, I just saw totally. the short on YouTube of you like ruining those five thousand dollars <laughs> shoes.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh, the PTSD. I oh my God. <laughs> You No, know, I didn't know how expensive those shoes were when I stepped in the cake. I was like, so we had the that shot wasn't actually planned. And then we were like, oh, it'd be really cool if I stepped in the cake and looked over at the stylist, O'Rion. We were like, Oh, O'Rion, is it okay if I step in the cake? And she was like, yeah, okay, you can step in it. So I did it. And like the shot's super cool. They're like these amazing shoes with the flames and like, they're so cool. Um, but then she like came over to help me take them off. And cause like, it was really, it was kind of weird standing in the cake. I was like, fell over quite a lot. And then, um, so she came to help me get them off and she was like, oh, the $5,000 Prada shoes. And it was like, what? what do you mean? Like, first of all, didn't really know they were Prada. Second of all, didn't know they were that expensive. And like, fortunately we, we wiped it all off and I think they were fine. But like she was committed to the Foley brand at that point. eh? I was like, man, (laughs) you're one of us, babe. You are, you are in like, (laughs) but it was so fun. I mean, I mean like Orion and Kiki who did the makeup and there were so many people on this shoot that like brought so much creativity to it. And like, really committed to you know Gabe and I had this vision but it's like like he said we, we don't actually really know what we're doing so we're kind of relying on these other people to bring all of their creativity and their excitement to it and like killing me babe being the first step of that was just so much fun like to see other people kind of interpret what we've done and like get excited by it and bring their vibes to it and like Kiki who did the makeup and did those like kind of flames on my eyes and stuff like mm just these talented people and a lot of really talented women that have come on board with the project as well. It's just like so inspiring to be around all that new energy. So it's been fun and it's nice to look ahead and be like, wow, we get to make more videos and do more things. And like, because we've, we've finished a lot of the music for kind of what comes next. It's like, it's fun to focus on this visual universe that we haven't really, I guess played with in the same way before and, and have all these other people that are contributing to it. It's just, it's cool. And it's such a pleasure to like, bring other people on you know like you don't get that opportunity that often to work with other creatives and and kind of like form a vision together so it's been awesome we've loved it and we're excited for what comes next
3: yeah and and shout out to um to Catherine Brooke the director as well because she her treatment when we sent the song out um really stood out and and she was like always willing to just dive in and and figure Mm. out some like craziness so, yeah, she had, a, she had a really big vision. So, yeah, props to her.
0: How was yeah. being beheaded?
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh,
3: honestly, honestly, that was like, like, you could have just beheaded me and it would have been less painful. Like, honestly, the, 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 the chopping board. Thing like, I had my head there for like an hour and a bit. Like, it was, I had to keep completely still. And I know, like, suffer for your art, like, woe is me. But honestly, man, my neck has not been the same since.
1: <laughs> Winter oh game.
0: Yeah, for <laughs> <it>. keep <laughs> drinking your sparkling water, darling. You'll be okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you can add that to the brand <laughs> guidelines. <laughs> Will not my bend neck.
0: Hey, I was lucky enough to uh, see you guys perform Killing Me Babe for the first time, was it? At um, Tuvalu, Tuvalu.
2: I know whose name I said wrong on stage. By the well, way. Oh,
0: how are gosh. you supposed to know, though? Like, yeah. you know, literally, the internet still doesn't know.
2: I know, people are still confused, but I feel like I should have done my research, and I was just like, who's excited for Tovlo? Now I feel like such a bogan. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you'd so like yes, the plugs it, get pulled all the power yeah. goes off suddenly you off <laughs> you know, I
2: think that was the first time we'd played it and it was like it was just before it came out and we were really nervous because it was like man what if people actually don't like it <laughs> and then it's coming out you know like a week later or whatever it was and yeah it was um it was cool it's always just so fun to play new stuff live and see how people respond and there was people kind of like singing the chorus by the last chorus so that gave me some confidence. I was like, yeah, yeah. The it's crowd cool. was
0: wild for you guys. And Gabe, <laughs> I've got to say that you were like living your rock star fantasy. <laughs> it
2: was
3: such a joy. <laughs> every day, every day I live that
0: fantasy. But honestly, that particular one, I was like, I was like oh, this crowd wants it. Like, yeah. <laughs> Give it to me, Gabe. Uh huh, uh huh.
1: <laughs> Yeah, that was a lot some, of
2: some shows I feel like I look over at and I can see this thing like unlock in Gabe's mind it's like all of his inhibitions all of a sudden like he gives me the look and he's like we're leveling up on this one <laughs> it's just like he just suddenly like he was doing this thing where he's like shaking his ass and yes. he like, he's like he said to the crowd like yeah we're your, we're your new favorite band Foley and I was like oh my god the audacity like the ego but it's so good it's just like Captivating, so much fun.
0: It actually is. When it's right, it's right.
1: And girls, that was slay. What can we expect for the next few months? Is there
2: anything you can tease us with? I mean, look, there's there's things coming for sure. We're um, we've got lots of music in the bag, and we've recently signed to a um, label called Network, who have just been such a pleasure. Killing Me Babe was our first release with them, so um yeah I mean there's lots coming but we're we're kind of biding our time we want everything to be really good so we're kind of you know taking the time to do that and to release things that we can really like stand by and feel really good about and especially because it's been so long since we released it's like we want it to smash you know we're not we're not coming back with any wet fish we're coming back with the bangers so yeah we're kind of we've definitely got more coming but we we cannot say specifically yet.
0: Whoa. Whoa. That's fine. You're label it girls is. now. You're, yeah, you're contracted in. Movies. That's <laughs> safe. Did you feel nervous at uh, having been, I guess, like not a long time, but if, like since your between releases, were you, were you worried it wouldn't feel the same? Uh, no, actually. Cool.
3: I don't think I was worried oh about that.
2: Oh my god, at all. what? No, I was so nervous. Worried.
3: I was nervous about, like... Yeah, no, I'm not (laughs)
1: kidding.
3: Like, like... I I wasn't worried that it wouldn't feel the same. I was worried that it would, like, not be received in the way that we had crafted it. Do you know what I mean? Like, Mm. I feel like the way that um, I feel, especially about putting out music, is, like, once you put it out, it's no longer yours. Like, I don't know, you have the secret song, and you're just, like, listening Mm -hmm. to it, like, on on the daily, like, trying to figure out, like, the best way to, like, mix the drums or something bullshit like and then now it's like all right someone else is now like they get to take the song they get to run with it they get to figure out what it's about like I don't know I feel like once you put on a song it's just like a really cathartic fight.
2: Mm. It is kind of liberating actually it's like once it's out it's out then it's like there's no take backs and you kind of just have to ride the wave you know. I was just I feel like I was nervous because a lot of our bands have grown up and like so much has changed for people in terms of the way that they even consume music like I know I consume music really differently and and you know we all went through this like crazy pandemic and sorry to shout it out let's leave it in the (laughs) past but you know like a lot has happened in that time it hasn't just been a year and a half it's been like I guess a pretty tumultuous time especially in music like everybody just working out what like how the hell do we do this now like how does music get released anymore? Like, do people still like shows? All this stuff just feels quite different. But I think all my fears around that of like what if it what if it does feel different? Now that one's out, I'm like, oh this feels the exact same, which is that we wrote a song, we love it, we put it out there and like hopefully other people get something out of it too. And if they don't, well fine. If they do, great. You know, the yeah. most the <laughs> most amazing like connecting thing ever is when people do love it and you know people have been really really kind about it which is great um so yeah i think now that now that one's out i'm not scared anymore but i definitely was before and i'm like man gabe what what wave were you on i want i want some of what you were having maybe (laughs) Uh maybe i'm
3: I'm just retrospectively looking at it with rose too because yeah yeah. Now that I say all that, like, woke shit, I feel like I'm <laughs> l- looking back a bit differently.
0: <laughs> You're like, oh, God, I did hide under my bed that one time. Yeah. <laughs> I cried in the closet for <laughs> three days. I I to sleep.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh God, it all makes
0: sense now. Right,
1: Jason, I think it's time to say the mantra.
0: Okay, gorgeous. Okay. 2001. and, one. and one to, two
1: thousand to 2008. To 2008. There ain't, there a, ain't song a song that, that we, we hate. hate. Now, Gabe, this might be new for you, but this is the moment in the podcast where we take a special second to celebrate the time that was 2001 to 2008, but also that concept as well, 2001 to 2008 as a feeling, as a concept, as a vibe. It's not just a time. And we would love you guys to add a song to our playlist or two
2: or four resilient
1: you know what i can't resilient.
2: remember what i added last time with you guys but oh, yeah i also can't remember if i told you this story but like one of the first cds that i ever got was top of the pops 2006 Slave. do you guys remember top of the Pops? yes uh, i was
0: obsessed you could not yeah. tell me atomic kitten wasn't the number one band in the oh, world yes. <laughs>
2: like, and that cd i actually maybe this is dramatic and like because I was young I'm remembering it differently but I feel like I actually physically had it on me like a lot of the time like I reckon I took it I took it with me to like you know events and shit like I really I really and it was yellow and it had like all my friends wrote me notes and gel pen on the inside of like you know how you could pull out of a CD you could pull like the sleeve out
1: you were probably carrying it everywhere with you just in case someone wanted to choreograph a dance with you
2: of to course. perform
1: to whoever was around.
2: Do you reckon, like, young people still do that? I actually wonder, like, I choreographed that many goddamn dances in my time. I'm like, do you reckon they still do? Are I think it's... On TikTok? TikTok. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Wait, of course. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my God. But that's not
2: them. Is that
1: them, like, choreographing? Yes, them, them. like
0: oh learning God. them yeah so it's not like true artistry yeah. you know? it's not like yeah. meet me under the monkey bars i've got a five six seven eight that i need to show you right, yeah. right now yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: yeah i don't know if it's, it's exactly the same <laughs> in my head when i was young it would be like choreograph a dance and like get your parents to sit down in the lounge and like come do a show you know i feel I like it's, it's a little, little different to TikTok, TikTok, but yeah you, you guys are that was like maybe the like most blonde moment i've ever had since i was a blonde
3: I was just going to point out that you intro to me like, oh, Gabe okay, might not know about what's going on here. I'm like, <laughs> man, 2001, 2008 is an incredible time period of music. And I would just like to add, I have a playlist of about 200 songs that's <gasps> like, um, it's like the most OG bands. And it's all of this. So, I have a plethora of stuff to choose from. Um,
1: oh, you're
2: preaching them. to the congregation over here. Oh, oh my goodness. So good. We need that link yeah. to that playlist.
1: Ooh, I feel I'm like my entire out.
2: 21st was that playlist.
3: Yeah, it kind of was. That.
2: <laughs> it was. <laughs> um, no, but trying to find a song for this, I went on a Nelly Furtado deep dive. Like, deep dive. Mostly, mostly on the fashion of that time. Like... Nelly Furtado just was such an icon and had like just so many fits that I'm like, man, you, you really created fashion of that time. Like she was just like, (laughs) she was at the core. She was the center of gravity for that time. Um, But also, so I like, I can't, you guys need to decide which one you want to add because my like top three Nelly Furtado songs of that period is Say It. Yes. Man Eater.
0: And promiscuous. Oh, all bangers. Do you know what? I've got to tell you that last time you were on the pod, you also couldn't choose and you ended up adding two Destiny's Child Ah! songs. Oh my
2: god, I'm so predictable.
0: No. Okay, well, Um, we'll be adding all three of those songs. Oh my god. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. I'm, sorry, I'm I'm bad at this job. Don't put me on it again because I'll I'll give you like an entire album. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I,
3: I gotta just shout out a song that I was writing real quick as well, um, if that's okay. If yes. I can add of yet course. another song to this pile. Um, it's one of the songs that you you will know, but like you can't remember where you heard it or why you heard it. It's just been everywhere. Um, and it's Chingy, One Call Away. Oh my god, it's just like the craziest song. Like
2: Wow Wow Wow.
3: Acoustic. Oh, there's also Bow Wow, but let's let's get into that another day. Let's park in for now. Let's park (laughs) in. But oh my god, one call away is just the it's amazing. And the video, just insane.
0: Thank you guys so much for adding those to our playlist. They will go off. Honestly, if you're ever in need of a playlist, listeners, go check this out. 2001 to 2008 on Spotify. It's got every single song that our guests have been adding for the last year and a half, two years, two and a half years. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Congrats, guys. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Um, Where can our listeners find you guys?
2: Everywhere that music and social media is. Where are Foley on all the DSPs and then where we are Foley on all the socials. Come hang. Obviously, I haven't got the hang of TikTok yet because I didn't even know what it was. But I'm trying. I'm going to spend some time. Maybe we'll choreograph a dance for Killing Me Back. <laughs> no, I
0: think, I think getting your most expensive shoes and standing in a cake, it writes itself.
2: Yes. yes. <laughs> One That's of you so guys can do it and then we'll start
1: the trend.
0: Yeah, fully. I'll stand in a cake. <laughs> yeah,
1: how <Hell> you? <yeah. laughs> Amazing. Oh yes. God. Thank you for joining us. We're so excited to see what's next and hear what's next, and hopefully see you in Wellington and, of course, Auckland and everywhere around Aotearoa soon. Yeah. Thank you so go. much for having
2: us. It's nice to catch up with you guys. Nice to see you. Come yeah. back we'll anytime. You, please. <laughs> yes, <please. laughs> we will. Bye.